When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's time for Must Have Seen TV, the podcast dedicated to the sitcoms of the 20th century from I Love Lucy to News Radio. I'm doing this in character for some reason. I'm also your TV guide, Brett White, and this week I am joined by Laurel Randolph and Dan Similian. Hello, Laurel and Dan. Hi. What's up? Hi. This Thanks is a special uh, Los Angeles edition yeah, it feels, like, much cooler than yeah. usual, right? Uh, it feels three hours behind. <laughs> it feels appropriate that it's hot and I'm kind of sweating and we don't have air conditioning. <laughs> talking about this we, don't have, we don't yeah. have air conditioning. And you're on yeah. the couch that I'm sleeping on. Yeah. Yeah. Which is comfortable, uh, unfortunately. Is there a bar or anything? How, are you sleeping okay yeah, on this couch? I'm doing great. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, yeah, so um, this week we are traveling to October 2nd, 1991. The Fisher King ruled the box office. What? I adore Mia Moore by Color Me Bad topped the charts. <laughs> and Seinfeld aired The Pen. Laurel and Dan, you must have seen The Pen before. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. Absolutely. I'm not sure if I saw it when I was six. Right. <laughs> I might have. I remember, well, Seinfeld, I, I definitely caught, like, the reruns later. I definitely watched it in reruns, just like MASH. And, and but I remember watching the later seasons live, but, like, yeah. when this season was airing, I remember my parents shutting the door of their bedroom and locking it <laughs> while my sister and I sat, like, outside the door being like, we want to come in, like, we need <laughs> you, like, I'm bleeding. <laughs> and they're just like, shut up, Seinfeld's on. Oh my, wow. So they were early adopters? They were very early, like, from the beginning. Were Maybe they not big, first season, but like, were probably they like... Jerry Seinfeld fans, or... I, I just, they just... It clicked it. early for them, and I think it was, like, second or third season... <laughs> Where it really was like that was their time. Yeah, I don't remember any other show. Like ever. no matter what happens in that half hour. Yeah, I don't remember do anything else ever ever being like that. Holy shit! That was it. So it was Seinfeld was very prevalent in our home. Last and time, still is. last time we visited his parents, we played Seinfeld. Seen it. Oh, yeah, that's which good. they had never played before because they couldn't figure out how to work it. It's like a DVD game, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 There's cards in DVD. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah. anyway, we played it, and his mom killed us. Well, she was actually, incredible at it. Laurel and I were like at the end, like about to win. My mom was halfway around the other board, and somehow came back all the way around and destroyed us. Yeah, we had just rolled really well. Honestly, she knew the answer. And she there. just knew every <laughs> answer. They've seen all these episodes a million times, and therefore I have through them also yeah you know. i i got into seinfeld uh, probably around season six or so like mm-hmm. 
it felt like there was a time when you know you're when you first discover sitcoms, you discover them through like Nickelodeon or yeah. Nick at Night or sure. TGIF, and you mm-hmm. like watch all those family shows. They're not actually funny, but you like relate to the kids, so you watch them. Right. But then there comes a time when you discover like your first adult sitcom. Mm-hmm. Right. And for me, that was like the 94-95 season where I discovered Seinfeld, Friends, and ER, which is also when Friends and ER debuted. And that, and like, news radio was like the year after that. And it was like, I ascended to becoming like an adult. Or yeah. Like, yeah. At I, the age of like 10. I, yeah, yeah, I think the same for me. I think Seinfeld was definitely the first like grown-up show that yeah. I was watching. And like, other than like, you know, we were watching like Family Matters and yeah. House, and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then you see Seinfeld, and you're like, well, this is totally different. What is this? Like, this is these are adults making and adult jokes. Also, I did not know that um, Dolores joke. Oh yeah, of <laughs> like course. the name names were rhymes with female body part. Yeah, of course, Mulva. Mulva. I did oh, not yeah. know what Dolores rhymed with. Yeah. for a long okay. time. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I, I don't remember exactly when I first saw that, but I remember thinking. I don't really know what they're talking about. It seems funny, though. Yeah. Like, maybe uh, I should. Yeah. <laughs> so this week on Must Have Seen TV, we're talking about the Seinfeld episode, The Pen. It is the third episode of season three, which is the first full season Seinfeld had. Mm. They only had a six-episode season one, six or seven-episode, and then, a, like, a 12-episode season two. Mm. Season they three is the first 20. one they had. Twenty. Uh, it was written by Larry David and directed by Tom Chiron, who are basically, like, the guys who did almost every episode in the first couple years. Mm-hmm. Here's how Hulu describes the episode. <laughs> Jerry and Elaine visit Jerry's parents in Florida, where Jerry's father is being honored by his condominium association. At dinner, Jerry admires a special astronaut's pin owned by one of the association members. Dear God, that's a lot. Does that accurately summarize the episode? I mean, the... Kind of. The A plot, but there's like a whole B plot that's actually... Almost A that they're leaving out. I mean, it's got to be what they have a character limit, it's like uh, a tweet. There was to to counter. I don't know who wrote these for Hulu, but like the Golden Girls description of the episode I did a couple weeks ago was Sophia wins tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I've always like, I've always kind of wanted okay. that job because yeah. I do a bunch of random copywriting. I'm like, how do I get that job? Yeah. Like you get to watch an episode and then just try to fit it into like. You know, 20 the, words. Yeah, what's the one line here is Jerry and Elaine visit Elaine uh, visit Jerry's parents. Yeah. And hijinks ensue. Yeah. I mean... Uh, and this is, I mean, we could even start off by just asking, like, this show is famously built as the show about nothing. Which, How much nothing is in this episode? Wh- the funniest thing about, like, that show about nothing is it was never about nothing. No, it's, it never was. It's the, it's the thing, it's a show about the most things. Yep. It's about everything. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, Always. that's kind of the, that's the joke, right? I guess that's the, the joke. But when you're little and you hear it's about nothing, you're like, wow, what does that mean? But now <laughs> I think back, I'm like, okay, yeah, that didn't, that was a joke. Yeah, yeah. that's all the part well, of the I mean, the like, joke. the plot of, I mean, the plot of all the great Seinfeld episodes are, like, the they wait for a table at a Chinese restaurant. They oh, lose yeah. lose their car in a parking This one is literally, they go and visit Jerry's parents. Like, right. it's like, this is an episode where nothing happens, but... A lot of stuff happens oh, yeah, at the same happened. time. Right. It's all like character interaction stuff, not so much plot stuff. Right. Yeah, it's I interesting because it is really hard to describe what happens like quickly. Yeah, yeah. because which makes it sound like nothing happens, but in actuality, there's like plenty that goes on. It's just 
Nothing really changes. Yeah, right. The, yeah, this episode starts with Jerry and Elaine have. Well, actually, let's start with this. This episode starts with one of Jerry's stand-up routines. Yes. Yes, uh, which starts really poorly, but I feel like <laughs> ends pretty well on the swim trucks bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about uh, when you go down to visit your parents in Florida, or whatever. They always have extra swim trunks and like want you to wear them if you forgot yours. Well, right. and he makes a joke about trunks like trees wear yeah. those, and yeah. I was like, oh, oh boy. boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but then he's like, you know, you swim in them. It's like, but I can't figure out where I am where in the I trunks, which is this. which is pretty which, what, funny. Yeah, what, I get yeah. it. I I do like that they lost that as the seasons went on. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's funny it. when you watch some of the earlier ones where you're like, hmm, the I worst is this. I think it's at the end when they cut back, but like they cut to the woman in the audience who's like all teeth and just like, yeah, <laughs> and you're like, Ugh, for God. way too long like, too. I, they like, show I, it for a long time. Like we don't need to yeah. see it. Like we got that the audience was laughing. He's doing. They're into it. We did not need to see her. It's really weird, because for a long time, I thought, you know, when you're a kid watching this, and even, I guess, as an adult watching this, I always thought, oh, this is actual footage from a Jerry Seinfeld stand-up show. But then I later learned, like, no, this is written in the script. Like, the Mm. script writer, like, Larry David, wrote these jokes as the cold open. And then the same thing of, like, if it's any other writer, they also wrote those, even yeah. if they weren't a stand-up. And they hired people to go laugh at it. Yeah. I remember that feeling, too, of when you're little, being like, Oh, okay. Like that's him doing stand up. Like that's real. That's what he really did. And yeah. like it is what he did, but it's not the footage of it, obviously. Those aren't from his. That's right. not from his. I repertoire. remember thinking as a kid, being like, he only performs at this one club <laughs> all the time. They have the same curtain. <laughs> Red <laughs> curtain. <laughs> he's, 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 that's amazing. Yeah, like he doesn't tour much, right? He yeah. just he has a residency yeah. every night. Uh, so after we watch this fun, hilarious A plus bit about <laughs> not being able to find your junk in the middle of a lot of fabric, right. where speedos, man. I'm just saying. Let's, yeah, let's I mean that's a good plug for speedos. Dear God. Um, so then the episode starts with Jerry. Well, it starts with his parents, like, looking out the window, like, they're here. Uh, and then Jerry and Elaine come in. And it's really hard to describe this episode, because it is like nothing happens, but... Well, I one of the things I like about this episode is the parents are so strong in this episode. Oh, and it yeah. so exemplifies, like, parents. And for me, when I was watching it younger, because my grandparents lived in Florida, they were so much like, just more neurotic versions of my grandparents. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. her saying, like, oh, they're supposed to be here at 7.30, like, call the airline, like, <laughs> and, like, you know, all of that, and him and the father just, like, you know, be really harping on certain things, like, Trying to find that just, scotch tape. Yeah, right. and, the, and the mother, you know, Jerry's mother is just so, like, I'm not bothered by anything, you know, like, she's so, like, no, you sleep in the bed, I don't need to sleep, like, yeah. all of these things. Way over generous, to old, a fault. Like, to, to a, a fault. fault, where it's yeah. absurd. Like, all of those things are, yeah, nothing's really happening, but it's just very funny to I me. I had the same experience with my grandparents lived in West Palm Beach, and we would go visit them, and watching this brings me exactly back there. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Like, when they talk insane. about the fake lake in the back, yeah. he yeah. says, oh, you have, you know, Elaine says, oh, you have a lake. She's like, it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just tear it down if you're not, just don't even, don't compliment us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not that good. Yeah. We're not that not fancy. That good. Yeah. Yeah, this is, um, not the first time. Time we see Morty and Helen Seinfeld. I was wondering uh, that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I don't it think is, it is either. Because his dad was played by another actor originally. That's and then right. Syndication, the syndication, they, glasses, yeah, they right? went back and reshot those right, scenes right, with right, him. Right, right. That's crazy. There's like a level of detail that I don't know of any other shows that did that. They like went back and reshot scenes with the later actor. And George had a different father to start too. Yeah, I, believe, I think right? so. Yeah, yeah. 
which I only found out which recently. now I can't at all no, picture yeah, that like it's just them it's the entire totally time dirty. to me because so, yeah. the syndication totally well right. those early episodes I definitely watched in syndication yeah. anyway which is weird because like Friends Ross has a different wife the first time she's on the show and then they recast her oh. and then that's his wife for the rest of the oh, show his ex-wife the, les- the yeah. lesbian that almost made me not, ab- not able to watch Friends because of my Southern Baptist upbringing really Ugh. I was not allowed to watch we talked about this in episode one that I wasn't allowed to watch Friends for a little while until my sister gave it the okay of like the lesbians are in every episode oh, oh my god, god. hello mid 90s Tennessee <laughs> uh, yeah so I mean what works and doesn't work about this episode I mean what works is the the Seinfeldiness of it oh, like yeah. the, that little stuff I the, uh, everything Julia Lee Dreyfus does in this episode is fantastic she's, I agree she's um, I really was very happy like this episode is so gratifying to me because they give her so much physical comedy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she, like, a lot of, like, Kramer tends to dominate that realm. You know, they all, like, dabble in it, but she is so good at it. And, like, her wrestling in the bed and just, like, <sighs> sweating and then her, like, having an injured back and then yeah. her after she has the muscle relaxes, <laughs> yeah. like, all of it. It's just, like, this wonderful, like, spectrum yeah. of... Absurd. I'm, I'm glad you picked a, a, an episode without Kramer and George. Yeah, because you really get a chance for like other the, for Elaine to shine and for the parents to shine, who are also so so funny and yeah. so real. In yeah. This. And when you're young and you watch, when I was young, I loved Kramer. Oh yeah, obviously. I had a Kramer. Kramer's, well, the best. Kramer's yeah. a cartoon. He's the best one. You're like, oh my god, he's the best. He's so funny. But Everybody now you claps watch when it, he comes in the and door. And I wonder, yeah. knowing he's a racist, if that taints it, or I'm just <laughs> no, like, Ugh, I think when it's you watch so it, over it, and now I just want all Elaine. I mean, oh, no, yeah. knowing someone's a racist definitely ruins things. But yeah. like, but watching him now, you're like, he's still funny for sure. He's a, yeah, he is one of the greatest is, physical comedians of all yeah, time. Yeah, right. he's great. But, but when you watch, like, to me, Elaine, number one, but also George, yeah. are like, so good. Yeah. But Elaine like, just steals incredible. it. She's Elaine's a, amazing. She's the best one. Everything she does in this episode is the face journeys, to quote, to quote oh, like, yeah. Kimmy, uh, Kimmy Schmidt, yeah. to pull a quote from there. The face journey she goes on after she wakes up the first night in the bed where she is tossing and turning violently, mm-hmm. which is a feeling I totally relate to. I'm in... I'm sweating here. I'm in bed. Sweating. I'm sweating. sweating. Yeah, so good. When she when the, she opens that door and she's like the bar in her back, it's so hot. And that when she like plops down on the couch and looks up at Jerry's mom and just like, <laughs> Mrs. Seinfeld, please, I am begging you, put the air conditioner on. <laughs> Vegas goes from like being in pain to like pleading, like to like catch herself, like no, like smile, don't show like, it. Smiling, like, like, smiling, like yeah. don't look. And too you know what's mean. interesting about that shot? Like knowing how they shoot a multicam yeah. show, that's not one of those cameras that's like off to the yeah, side. They that had is to a bring special one camera. In. Yeah, that's on, that camera. It's like from behind. Yeah, it's if that camera on the panned up, it would the... see the audience exactly, which you never right, and exactly. you would see it from the other angle. Yeah. So that's like a special shot they did. Yeah, and they don't do a lot of that later. I feel like I feel like that's a thing that like they just did these inserts early on yeah. that we kind of lost no, it but, they, works, but there are some really nice it works so well and I just feature her in that sweat and her hair oh my like, god <laughs> her expression face. and then I just love Jerry's mom saying you're hot yeah. like the way she <laughs> says it is so oh, funny it's perfect so, yeah. so the whole episode is built around the pen mm-hmm. right which uh f- let me get his name Frank Jack Clompus Jack Clompus yeah uh, comes in 
and he has this pen that can write upside down. Yeah. And Jerry just like casually comments, yeah. like she's oh, making conversation. A lot of times I write in bed, and I have to turn and lean on my elbow to make the pen work. <laughs> take the pen. Oh no. Go ahead. I couldn't. Come on, take the pen. I can't take Do it. Do me a personal favor. No, favorite. I'm not take comfortable. The pen. I cannot take it. Take the pen. Are you sure? I'm positive. Take the pen. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Thank the you. leap of like, take the pen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he like feels like he needs to offer it, which I get. He goes on about the pen. He's just making conversation. But then it's like he insists so much that Jerry's just like, all right, all right. And, you know, yeah. I'll take it. I'll it's take it. It's so real. It's yeah. just oh, it's insane, so it feels like a situation you've been in for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. With either it's like your parents' friends or your grandparents' friends. It's like God, you've been there. Yeah. They want to be generous and they want to show. They want to like show off to your parents or. Your but you don't know how much bit. to refuse, yeah. like, <laughs> right? Because you don't want to be rude by taking it too early, but you also don't be rude by like not taking it at all if they really wanted you to. Yeah, right. So it's like that delicate. It's balance. a lose 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 situation. Oh yeah, there. definitely. And as soon as they leave, what'd you take this pin for? Yes. <laughs> so great. I think this. Is is exactly what I mean, or they probably meant when they said show about nothing, which I feel like they meant like it's so, kind of an improv thing mm-hmm. where the the game of it is like overreaction mm-hmm. because all it is is a pen, and logically you know like it's just a pen. Asked for a pen, got a pen. Didn't even really ask for it. Just got it. Cool, but they heighten it so well. Yeah. They heighten it not to absurdity they heighten it like we're almost up there yeah they heighten it like there's like reality and they're like at the edge of that reality oh sure right? and it's like that that's why it feels like it is a show about nothing because it's just about a pen but they treat it like it's something right yeah it's the most something it's, ever. Yeah. but at the same time i feel like they're making commentary on so many things because yeah. they're like talking about like how ridiculous our retirement communities because yeah. like the neighbor comes over and immediately is like so, so let me see the pen yeah. right. you know which is real you know and then the way how absurd like older parents can be and like so they're addressing like all of these yeah things and florida just come to florida, florida in general <laughs> in general which i love because yeah, florida is ridiculous yeah i do want to give a shout out to evelyn in this episode played by ann morgan gilbert who was Millie on the Dick Van Dyke show? Oh, yeah. awesome. she was the na- she was the neighbor on Dick Van Dyke. Oh, that's oh my great. god, neighbor! Yeah, she's she been all- typecast. She often got into hijinks with Laura. So, oh, that's cool. I always like seeing her, especially yeah, like awesome. still working thirty years after the Dick Van Dyke Man, show, yeah. still she's- being that neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> she's perfect too. On this yeah, episode. she is. Yeah, uh, and so. The episode heightens to a point where, like, Elaine is on her back, well, no, and she needs muscle relaxers. Jerry comes home from scuba diving. The whole discussion between Jerry's mom and him about scuba diving... Is like, wonderful. You're going underwater? Yes, generally that's where scuba diving is done. What do you have to go underwater for? What's down there that's so special? What's so special up here? Why do you need to go underwater? What's, yeah. what's, what's there to see down there? What's there to see down there? <laughs> I also love when Jack comes in. Well, Jerry has the two black eyes. What happened to you? I got in a fist fight with one of the ladies at the pool. <laughs> no. <laughs> that and line. the mom's like, no, no, still, no. I love that about Jerry. Like, he's still joking around. Yeah. With, like, and, like, trying to make a joke, even though he's, like, in this situation. What yeah. do you guys think about Jerry Seinfeld's performance? We've had a whole conversation about this, actually, because among people who, you know, like like Seinfeld, a lot of people love to hate on his performance yeah. in that show. Yeah. But we've decided kind of like as we've gotten older and watched it more, I actually, he's grown on me quite a bit. Yeah, same. I do still think he's a weaker link in the cast, but I do think that there are moments where 
there are jokes that bounce off of him, and it works so yeah. well. Like, yeah. I think it's really, he's almost a straight man. They take him absurd sometimes, but right. you need that kind of outsider in there. He does. The he rest has, are so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he has that problem of when he makes a really good joke, he knows it, and he smiles. Yeah, and yeah. that but, happens with the fist fight right. line. Oh, yeah. But you know what? You created the greatest show of all time. Like, yeah. you could smile. Yeah, but also, Go, right. he is a comedian. He is a com- yeah. yeah. So, like, him smiling at his natural. own joke in a show. It's true. Makes sense to me. Yeah. So, like, and, yeah. So, the, he has some moments I think are great. I actually, he bothers me less the more I've watched the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which may be the opposite for some people, but, yeah. yeah. I think he's, I think he's great. I think he's great early on here. Uh, I, you know, later episodes he's really good, too, but he gets a little, there's, I don't know, he's he feels more real here than he does I later. feel like the middle yeah. of later the episodes. show, he's the best, because he's gotten more in the rhythm of doing a sitcom, he's clearly more comfortable, but it's before he gets, like, too, almost too showy about yeah. it, I think. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So, because he's not really, you know, he's an actor, sort of. Yeah, I mean, he's done this in B-movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he's, he's a comedian, he's Is not really an actor. Is he an actor? Yeah, can we yeah. even call him an actor? Yeah. I mean, he's surrounded. Well, I mean, he was on a really successful show. He surrounded himself with these other three people, and we only see one of them. Do you think there was a that there could have been a show that was this? Mm. That was Jerry and Elaine in Florida with the parents. Thinking that as we were watching it, yeah, I was like, yeah. If you never saw another episode and you didn't know George and Kramer at all, and you saw this, you'd be like, I'd like to think I would still watch it because, like, like, a young because going like again to visit my grandparents in Florida in their weird retirement community, I always would think like you're so young there, it's a really weird experience. You know, everyone's older than you by like many many years, and so people are so like mesmerized by you, but also they have these weird quirks and like ways of living your life that's unlike anywhere else. Yeah, it would be an interesting (laughs) show just to have like a younger person. It's it's Golden Girls, but with two younger people like crashing the party. Yeah, I feel like they are essential because so much of the clash in this episode is so great. Yeah, yeah, and calling attention to each other's stuff. Yeah, even. Like the way they like Jerry and Elaine show up, and they uh, Jerry's mom is like, "Well, you can both take our bed." While Elaine's like in the the living, that's like a den or whatever she's in there. She's out of the room, and they're like talking her, and Jerry's like, "It didn't work out." We just decided we're like not cut out for that. And the way Jerry's mom was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. She's never heard relationships talk about, like, you didn't work out? Yeah. What does that mean? And why would you still be friends, too? I think this is all going through her head. No, I can't believe Jerry says, he says something like, you know, when we sleep together, it doesn't work, you know, we can't be friends. I would never say something like (laughs) to my parents. (laughs) That didn't ring, that's the only line that doesn't ring very true to me, like saying, when we sleep together. Jerry would not say that to his parents. You don't think so? No. When I'm having sex out of wedlock. Yeah, oh, I, I know. Like that doesn't like like that. that I don't know. I feel like sometimes in the show, like he's not overly candid with his parents, but he doesn't. He, I guess, he hide. just doesn't give a shit. So he'll yeah. say he'll kind of say whatever because he is a comedian. So he just kind of says yeah. whatever. But that line, yeah. I, heard, I was like, parents, oh, that's so weird. Even though they <laughs> and they don't like, react. That's what yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't react. yeah, but his parents to me feel old fashioned, but not prudish. Right. Because his, I remember in a couple that's other episodes, good, good, his mother. That's true. Like makes some comments where I'm like, oh, they're not like prudes, mm. they, but they are just, you know, old and have yeah. right. old people. With- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm doing this. How old do you think Jerry and Elena are when when this was filmed? Okay, so this was 1991. Uh Jerry Seinfeld. What do you guess? Yeah, I the guess, characters are. Well, I mean, the they're act, playing yeah, their own yeah. age, really, right? I I get like in my head, they're. I mean, it's weird to think about because like I'm 33 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when I was young and watched this, I was probably like, they're like in their 30s or whatever, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. But watch it now, I'm like, they're like what in their late 30s or but uh, mid 30s? Do you want to? No. I'm gonna guess 34. Really? Both. I I think I think Jerry's 34 and Elaine is 33. I think they're younger than you think. Yeah. What do you want to know the answer? This is, yes. <clears throat> Jerry is 37. Okay. Elaine is 30. 30. Wow. So the, in... The, the actors are. We have right. no right. idea right. what, yeah. I think right. they're supposed to be closer in age. Probably Jerry's supposed to be younger than he is, right? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Seinfeld was born in 54. Uh, Dreyfus, Louis Dreyfus was born in 60. 61. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> you were pretty spot on in terms Close, of... Close, yeah. I'm glad to know Jerry's 37 here and not yet. Like, that makes sense to me. Yeah. But so, like, yeah, he, he, should be, he should be able to talk about having sex yeah, at yeah. 37. Right. Yeah. Right. He's, like, And Elaine, I feel like they, they've always aged Elaine up. Right? A little bit. I feel bit. like the way they dress her... Well, yeah, I feel like, like they aged Jerry slightly down and, and aged her, her a little bit up. So they're yeah. all in their mid-30s Yeah, all so. right, right, right. Which is another thing that, like... The sitcom starring people in their mid-30s doesn't exist Mm -hmm. anymore. Or the other version of it is the way that we experience our 30s Mm. is just completely different than Mm -hmm. it has ever been seen before. And not reflected on TV. Yeah, but I feel like Seinfeld Seinfeld is like the close... I mean, going back to like discussion before um, about... uh, well, just like none of them have children. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and at no point do they try to give them children. Thank God. Right. <laughs> Can and, you and imagine? Then, like, they, right. None of them really get married. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. George almost doesn't. And my friends. So. Right. Yeah. And they just date. And, yeah. And in theory, like if this is season three and they're supposed to be mid thirties, like they're like forty plus yeah. at the end of the show, right. and none of them are in a committed relationship. Like. And don't have children. Like, that's that pretty crazy. That doesn't exist yeah. anymore. No, it doesn't exist. I think that one of the differences is, like, Jerry Seinfeld, the character, is, like, obsessed with Superman. Mm-hmm. And it is played on this show in the early 90s and 90s as, like, a weird personality quirk that people don't understand. And he has a very superficial fandom with Superman where he, like, just gets some Superman comics. And he, like, likes the statues and stuff. But he isn't, like... A Superman fan, which might be more—he's not more a of, nerd. Which might be more like, of how it was back unquote, then. Nerd. But like, 
Now I don't. I, now I feel like characters on sitcoms can have these interests, and it isn't like the unusual yeah. thing about them. Yeah, that's, and that's interesting. They would also probably be more into it than Jerry really. Right, is. they'd be yeah. willing to take it further. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is all part of the the weird. And also, none of us lived in the seventies, so we have no idea. Right. But it feels like the line between childhood and adulthood doesn't exist anymore. I mean, I guess it probably never did. But you watch a show like, you know, Mary Tyler Moore show, she's 30, but she doesn't act, like, she doesn't act, my, I don't act older than her. Like, right, right. I don't act older than Rhoda or any of them. Right. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with, like, when you're expected to um, start a family, yeah. like we were talking about. Like, that was expected so much earlier. So even if you didn't start a family, you were still expected expected to be a full-blown adult with, yeah. like, a real job and a house, yeah, you know, right. very early on. And people could do that if they followed the right career path. So, like, now that is not, like, especially if you live in a city, at least, that yeah. is not expected. And so that's reflected in TV a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. I want, did anything in this episode not work? Like, it's a loaded um, question, Matt. I mean, I would say the thing that works the least is the stand-up, but that's, yeah, that's right. but I never consider that part of the episode, really. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, but everything wise, else, I think, is great. Yeah, I think I think it's great. I guess at the end, they kind of, like, start... What happens at, at the very end? They kind of, like, start to go into another story right before well, it ends. Well, at the very end... They're talking about, the law, like, getting a lawyer. Yeah. They're, it's like, because they're kinda, they, like, Dakota, injured yeah. him. I actually think they could have dropped the whole thing where um, Jerry's dad injures. Um, oh, by breaking his, like, dental plate or whatever. Right. Uh, which I, kind of works because there's just complete chaos. Yeah. Thing. He but tries then, to do a But then they throw in the, like, are you going to get a lawyer? And you're kind of like, there's a minute where you're like, what are they talking about? Yeah, yeah. Because that happens in the chaos. And so it kind of, there's a little bit of a disconnect. Yeah, yeah. Knowing I, how Seinfeld can wrap up so perfectly, yes. this is not one of those episodes yeah. where the very ending, you're like, oh, it all came together. together. Yeah, very often there's a moment, like, that freeze frame from yeah, the, right, like, where you're like, the later episode. Oh, my God, episodes. how did they get all that in what together? That being said... It's great. I mean, and yeah, I still like the ending a lot with them having to stay there for longer. Yeah, right. I love and uh, Jerry's dad injuring his back. I also think right. like a thing that could not work on paper is the Stella joke, which on paper I feel like is a cheap joke. Like it's like, oh yeah, this is my wife, this is my aunt Stella, and then Elaine just does a streetcar impression. Right. right. But the way that she <laughs> sells, it's like. Because it is, like, not an original. Like, it's a kind of a lazy joke in a way. Yeah. It's, very, it's an obvious yeah. one. Yeah. And she commits to it yeah. well beyond human ability. Oh, yeah. Stella! <laughs> Stella! <laughs> and I think that's actually part of the reason why it's so funny. It's so funny. Because it's, it's a joke so you expect to come up, but, yeah. then the, but then it's her doing it, number one. And number two, it's like the way she does it on those muscle relaxers. Yeah. You're like, okay, yes. Yeah. And then she does like time stench. She does like five and, or six. Yeah. yeah, and her doing it over and over again is <laughs> wonderful. And her making that like close eyed smile, yeah. like clenching her fist, the claws. The only other thing that I guess didn't work for me, like Jerry busting his capillaries and wearing the sunglasses, yeah. is fine. Yeah. But kind of like, okay. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. And so he had to wear sunglasses at the... Like, they could have gone a little further with him. Like, they went really far with Elaine. Yeah, and it she really got everything. Works. He's like, I gotta wear sunglasses. Yeah. Like, my that's back like, is fucked up on muscle relaxers. Yeah. I'm sweating profusely. Yeah. yeah. And but the they, sunglasses didn't really, like, become a thing. Yeah. Like, it should have been, like, oh, because he's wearing sunglasses. He's, like, XYZ. too cold to be here. Exactly, exactly. 
Which yeah, it never, that never, that didn't, didn't really click. That would be a really fun addition, yeah. Right? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, like oh, you're wearing some Mr. Hollywood now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm actually surprised that Which Uncle Which is usually the thing they does do. Does Uncle Leo say anything about that? Because I feel like that's an Uncle Leo thing. Oh, I know. Yeah, I also I forgot, we get, I forgot Uncle Leo's in this episode. Love like, Uncle always Leo. great oh, yeah. to have. Well, I honestly associate him with being in New York. Yeah. Right. Like, with the watch and stuff. Right. And so, like. he lives in New York, I think, later. Like yeah, he, I think he. I think he, or street. like the premise is like he's a winter. Yeah. Or they oh, yeah, recommit yeah. him Florida. to a home later at some point. Yeah, like they yeah. try to get him back in to think, get him out of it or something. Oh, yeah. Um, and also in terms of aging, I feel like this entire episode you could just take the exact script and it mm. still works exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I like the was, timing wise, like, is totally fine. Nothing is. The, oh, there's one thing that would that. Oh, actually, actually, it still works. G, uh, Jerry's dad giving him directions, like explaining. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I was like, oh, you could just but look an it up. old but person actually, would still do that. Exactly. Yep. Jerry's dad today would still be like, "Here's what you're gonna do." And Jerry, oh yeah. Now Jerry would just be like, "Dad, I, I have get an it. IPhone. I have an iPhone." Yeah. That's the only. That's ad- the only ad- line you would line. add. But it was actually almost be funnier. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. it's be like, better. of course, he's still doing that, right. but you exactly. really don't need exactly. it. I feel like that's a testament to what the jokes are are built on. Like they are built on these. Ever la- like I feel like this exact episode also works in the seventies, in the sixties, mm-hmm. because it's all about like mm-hmm. as long as air conditioning exists. <laughs> right. Yeah, air conditioning and the astronaut pin. Yeah, which hasn't so always existed. After the, right. So like seventies and the after. As long as those yeah. two things exist, these jokes all play pretty yeah. much. Oh yeah, it's really which I really like. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no. It's it, yeah, it, like avoids all pop culture reference. There's nothing to really like. Dated. And because even like Streetcar at the time was like a 30 year old, 40 year old play. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. everyone's like, still, I mean, people, I just, I know so I just saw Streetcar Named Desire last summer with Jillian Anderson. Hey, yo. And uh, uh, what's his name from Six Feet Under? Uh, uh, Michael. Oh, my gosh. Michael. He's like not a main character in Six Feet Under. Is he the, guy from the blonde Dexter? guy who. I've never seen it. Uh, not oh, the guy from Dexter? Who was also Angel in X Men 3, The Last Stand. Ben oh. Foster. Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Mm. Yeah, six feet under what? From Keller High Water fan. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that it's kind of timeless that way. It's really yeah. cool. And a lot of Seinfeld. A lot of it does, is. Like, yeah, Although there so are that. a few different episodes where you're like, this would be solved by a cell phone. Yeah, yeah a but, lot of. Yeah, for sure. But this one, no. This is one of the few that I think doesn't get like. There's nothing that would a cell phone would solve in it. I feel like no. Yeah, just really. add maybe add there's more comedy. Like the very beginning, the mom says to call the airline to check on their yeah. yeah. But, that's, but that's like but you would still call the airline. You wouldn't like yeah. text the airline. Like, yeah. Or maybe yeah. you might say tweet at the airline. Because I tweeted at the airline. Check the flight status on the Yeah, check. Yeah. Well, his parents probably would have cell phones. They just not like know how to use them. I think, oh, now. my grandma. You know I mean, like that would be the character thing. They both have it. They never use it. It's like my parents, like, both have cell phones, but they still have the landline, and they use it more than anything. Yeah. It's like, why do you guys even have yeah. the cell phone? Oh, I know, point? and they get plenty do of, one like, or the junk other. calls on And they don't to... text. You know what I mean? Like, they barely do that. <laughs> I mean, Jerry's dad is befuddled by the air conditioner, because they right. never use it. Right, exactly. Like, what is this? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is one thing. of the funniest things about this episode, is when I watch it, and I'm like, this is, it hits way too close to home. Oh, Like, yeah. it feels like going home to my house now. I don't even think, even, uh, usually things that don't age well are like, representation of women or like right. treatment of women usually is the thing that never ages well but right. I still feel like this also 
No, I feel like that's what? not, for me at least, is not an issue in no. this episode. No. no because so. there, no one's in a work environment. I mean, that's a huge thing. Yeah. And then it's not, there's no relationships really that you're addressing here uh, that are romantic. Yeah. So everyone's on even playing yeah. field. It yeah. passes the Beckel test because. Yeah, <laughs> anyone can yeah. be a man or a woman in this. Yeah. Uh huh. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. Which I love. I mean, there's a part where someone's borrowing a pocketbook, but that's like, that's it. The shoes gotta match the purse. <laughs> yeah. uh, what made you choose this episode out of the many Seinfeld episodes? Well, I, I, I wanted to use this podcast to also highlight episodes that I love that most that usually don't make it on like top ten lists. Yeah, and this is an over. I, I definitely about. think an overlooked one. So I like I like the choice for sure, and it was fun. Yeah. To- Revisit and be like, oh yeah, this is perfect. And it's also like the the Seinfeld's also a show where I personally am like, the beginning and the end of it are it, it doesn't it's rougher at the beginning and it's rougher at the end. And it's one of the rare shows where like the middle is usually like the first season, like Cheers season one, perfect. Friends season one is perfect. Yeah. Maritoma last season, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but, like but Seinfeld, Seinfeld's definitely takes, the best, like season two through five. It's like it gets a little six. like I, fe- I think they might have won the Emmy for season three mm-hmm. or four. No, it's the one where they make the show. So I think it's season four. That's season four, I think. Yeah, so they right. won the Emmy that year, and that's also I think winning the Emmy is what like really cat- catapulted them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think like this episode might be them the start of them like getting their groove and like yeah, there's a lot sure. of like sure. really slow episodes in the first two seasons. The Chinese restaurant is in there, which I love that I episode. Love that episode. <laughs> but this one feels like a classic. It's got a bunch of characters, and yeah. like different, you know, like which they. It did moves a lot of really quickly, there. even it though there's, really like we said, not a, all that much happening. It moves Ooh, yeah. really fast. There are only two sets in this episode. Yeah, because it's their. They're only in oh, their yeah. their uh, house, house and then the banquet and then hall. Banquet. It was like the banquet hall, like lobby and then like the banquet hall itself proper right yeah but again like this is another episode where most of it just takes place in one location i know yeah. huh. and us and mostly that. in one room yeah yeah they, we barely even oh, go, we into go into the, elaine's yeah. room why do we not notice that why do you think that because also like i just watched all of season one of news radio they never leave the station but you mm. don't notice it while you're watching it yeah, but it's all writing and performance. Yeah. yeah, if it's just if that story's moving and chugging right along, and, and, you're laughing and the, the whole performances time, are like matter. keeping you engaged, like yeah. you don't care. I I love. I'm always attracted to things, shows that, and movies that take place in like one space. Like if you can make the most out of one space, like bottle like episodes. That, basically. Yeah, that's, I love bottle episodes. And yeah, it's just like. I just think that's so fascinating when you, what you can do with that one space, and also like the staging of this episode. There's a lot of like business in the kitchen area. Yep. The couch has its own business and, like, slow, like, they break up the apartment. Even though it's one room, yes. they're, like... Yeah, they'll be in the kitchen This exchange over takes here. place here. This here, t- table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're over on the couch. Yeah, they're blocking, like, and that's Tom Sharon. Tom Sharon for them. That's really smart blocking and kind of, like, breaking yeah. it up. I love that. Yeah, uh, but they can still all yell at each other. Yeah, right. which is always at the most point, important thing point. Oh for a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, so <laughs> good. to yell at each other at any time. <laughs> so I have some trivia right. for this, um, as in like facts, not as in I'm going to quiz you. Good. Um, <laughs> Quit waiting but you quiz would. us on these facts. No. Oh, we have to guess. Yeah, How like, many million viewers did this episode receive? Have? Uh, I'm going to say five million. Five million? Yeah. Wow. Is that really high or really 10. low? I'm going to say ten. 
Fifteen point one. Yeah. See, times are yeah, very exactly. Well, I lo- I looked at the ratings for another for a cable show today. It was three point five million, and that's today. So yeah. I was like, yeah. it has and to be like more, way more than that. It was fifteen point one million. This was the least watched episode of the season. Wow. wow I wonder yeah. why. Well, I bet there was something October. on the same night. Uh, oh, when was it? October second, I do believe. Yeah, October second, ninety one. Uh, maybe baseball playoffs. Yeah, it aired on Wednesdays. Um. Which I'll get to that in a second. Uh, the weekly ranking, I had to like, I had to like count these myself, so it might be wrong. But it, it was basically ranked number fifty for the week. Whoa! Wow. So it was like, but might maybe forty nine, maybe fifty one, but it was like around. Yeah, but there. still, that's nuts. That's insane. It's probably and then F, it's so it's probably the worst rated episode they did for the rest of their run. Is my guess? Yeah, right? uh, there were two episodes that had lower ratings from the first two seasons. So this is the third so is, lowest rated. But it's also the lowest rated low, lowest going watch. forward. Like after probably, that yeah, episode, I think that, that low. There might have been. It still had fifteen million viewers. Yeah, that today, if you hit fifteen million, they're popping champagne bottles. Yes. Oh yeah. That's insane. <sighs> uh, the top five shows the week this aired were number five, Murphy Brown. Ooh, number yeah. four, Cheers. Mm-hmm. Number three, the CMA Awards. Oh, okay. Oh. Number two, 60 Minutes. Oh, 60 Minutes was pretty popular. <laughs> yeah. And then number one was Roseanne. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, IMDb users, uh, 1,213 users have rated this episode an 8.4 on a scale of 1 to 10. Would you go higher than that? Lower than that, or is that... Out of right. all TV, like, just in general? Or out of Seinfeld? Right. I'm, I'm guessing on Seinfeld, IMDb, they're yeah. rating... Probably all Seinfeld, right? I think 8.4 is pretty good for this episode, actually. I think it's a real... It's, like, a super strong episode. Yeah. Maybe not in my top ten, but that's really hard to choose. But, I, yeah, I think... I'd rate not... it pr- maybe slightly higher, like an 8.6. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'll go 8.7. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I have a problem, because I'm only picking... I want to get, like, to episode, like, 70 of this podcast, where I'm yeah. having to start picking, like, the weirder episodes, or, like... Yeah. Because yeah. all these, I'm like, fucking 10. Yeah, I know. This is a 10. Nothing was wrong with it. I mean, out of TV in general, I'd probably put it at, like, a 9, because yeah. it's like... Yeah, but in Seinfeld, there's so many oh, good yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah, And if someone called this a 10, I wouldn't argue it. No, yeah, like, no, I'd yeah. be like... Great. I can see that. It's perfect. Uh, this is, as we've noted, uh, this is the only episode in the entire series without George. Uh, it's one of two episodes without Kramer in it, the other one being the Chinese restaurant. Oh. And as Jan- Jason Alexander said, when he got this script and he wasn't in it, he was furious and, like, chewed Larry David out and said, like, you will put me in every episode from now on, even if it's just a minor part. And they did. Oh. Yeah. Which, like, and it's almost, and now I don't like that they got the lowest ratings, because you know he turned that around and was like, look, oh, I wasn't yeah. in it, lowest yeah. ratings ever. But one judge. Yeah. It's really it. weird looking back at, uh, you know, going back and watching sitcoms of the 70s, where the ensemble aspect of it wasn't as strong as it got, I mean, Cheers might be one of the first shows where, like, all those actors are in the opening uh, credits. Because yeah. yeah. you watch Mary Tyler Moore... She's the only one in the opening credits. And then at the end, it's like also starring, you know, Valerie Harper, Ed Asner, all of them. And they, like, sometimes they're, like, Rhoda isn't in an episode. Or sometimes, you know, uh, same thing with Bob Newhart was like that. And then Seinfeld is like, it's those four. So to have one of them, or two of them, not in an episode is kind of a big deal. Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, do you think that... 
It makes me wonder why they chose Elaine to go with him and not George, because George is, like, Jerry's best friend from childhood and probably does know his parents better. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm so glad he didn't go, because right. this is the one of the best Elaine episodes. But I do wonder, like, how would this story have changed if, oh God, if George was there? It would have been way worse. That might have been it. Like, George would George is a powder keg. Don't add him to this. That's true. But, you know... It, well, maybe they were thinking, like, okay, if we're going to focus on... A couple of characters, one being Jerry, obviously, but then his parents are really big characters. Yeah. And then all of the people who live in the complex are really big They're characters. They're all Georges in a way. <laughs> yes. A lot of Georges. And so maybe they were like, well, maybe we should, you know, Kramer's like w too wacky. Yeah, George that is too fit. big. I can't imagine taking you him out. Well, and having right Elaine, now. you know, she, you, she's unsuspecting. And then when she takes the muscle relaxers and you're like, oh my God, here's this unbelievable performance. It's just like, yeah. you almost don't see it coming. She sneaks up on you and then yeah. blows you away. <laughs> Where George is just bit, you're just like, okay, it's George. Yeah, but, but yeah. I wonder if there were other, like, versions of this when they first started um, putting the script like together. they broke or, it and, like, because they had to have this talk. Yeah, because maybe yeah. when they were breaking the script, they were like, they all go down there. Yeah, or right. You know, something crazy like <laughs> right, that. Right, right. Nowadays, there would have been, like, two episodes of a road trip. Then it'd be a yeah. whole season. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. So the pen that is used in the episode is actually the Fisher Bullet pen. Mm. And it's not the Fisher AG-7, which was the one that was used by NASA. Oh, so oh. they lied. Yeah, so they lied. Oh, um, they, uh, and this episode was based because, based on uh, executive producer George Sapiro gave Larry David an astronaut pin, and that's mm. what oh, kicked that's this great. whole thing off. Uh, I used Love to it. see George Shapiro. He'd come to Undateable every once in a while. What? Yeah, he's a cute little old man. Aww. He loves Bill Lawrence and used to come visit. And it was it was adorable. Yeah, uh, responsible for one of the greatest shows of all time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you see him walking, you're like, "That's a lit." I mean, I didn't I didn't know who he was by sight, but someone would be like, "It's George Shapiro." I'm like, "Oh my god, that's so cool." <laughs> uh, this episode aired on Wednesday night, so I don't I don't know when Seinfeld made the jump to like third. It was probably after Cheers ended, actually. Right. Um, so it aired on Wednesday night. The Wednesday night lineup on NBC in 1991 was Unsolved Mysteries at eight. What? Night Court at 9, huh? Seinfeld at 9.30, and Quantum Leap at 10. Perfect, because nothing makes night. you laugh like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a grab bag of shows. <laughs> yeah. It's, I would watch that whole lineup. Yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, it's. I'm glad they figured out the uh, Thursday night thing. Put it that, there. That, that worked yeah, out, I mean, that worked that's out well a for weird them. lineup. Yeah. yeah, and definitely explains why they weren't getting the ratings. Yeah, it fell off a little bit from Night Court. Right. <laughs> like, Unsolved Mysteries had, like, 22 million. Like, it was doing great. And then Night Court oh, I remember 15. watching Unsolved Mysteries, so. Quantum right. Leap only had, like, 14.8 million that week. Like, wah, wah. They doing? Uh, who would you guys say had the must-see performance of the episode? Oh, come on. Elaine. Yeah, it's Elaine, but I'll go Jerry's mom. Oh, she's great. Jerry, especially at the beginning, she is on fire. Yeah. Uh, Liz Sheridan. Oh, is that her name? Yeah. Liz Sheridan. Liz Sheridan. She's great. She's wonderful. She's just so... She's my mom. She, yeah, when she, you watch it, I'm just like, hey, that's my mom. When she has the cardigan on, yeah. I'm yes. cold. I'm fine. It's great. She's yeah. like, you look cold. I'm fine. I'm great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also Amazing. give it to Elaine because this is... I mean, God, honestly... This is like the definitive performance of her. I think it starts off Liz Sheridan and ends with... Uh, yeah, Julie I could Dreyfus. honestly give it to Elaine for many, almost yeah. all Seinfeld yeah. episodes. But this one especially, like, all... Yeah, she's just incredible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, would you guys... Must other people see this episode of television? Yeah, yeah. I think if you're into sitcoms, it's definitely a must-see. Yeah, I mean... 
if you're if you if you're a Seinfeld fan, you've seen this episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and if, if and you if have some reason then you have, why aren't you a Seinfeld fan? What yeah. is going Jeez. on with you? Oh, I know. I agree. Well, and for all the reasons we talked about, like it's timeless. So, like even if you're a young, per- you know, some young people like try to watch older sitcoms. They're like, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, right, right. this one I feel like. This you is can one, get into. It, it moves really quickly. Yeah. The performances are great. Yeah, which is a lot of fun. That's also one of the part of, points of this podcast is like I'm trying to like not educate, but like evangelize. Yeah, oh, like yeah. Dick Van Dyke show is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. still great. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like great old TV yeah. out there that's just and like, it's now crazy. Like discover. this episode is 26 years old. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't right? feel yeah. at all. Oof. Yeah, that's no. crazy to think about. Yeah, because you're right. It could be. It could have. Could be. You could make it today, and people would still be laughing just as hard for sure. So let's reboot Seinfeld. Yeah. With... Oh my God, no! <laughs> <laughs> Mike Birbiglia, call Birbiglia. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So where can people uh, yell at you about Seinfeld online, or have gentle conversations, gentle. <laughs> or anything yeah, you want to plug be, or say? Please be gentle. Uh, plug or tell people about. Well, I'm on Twitter at Laurel Randy. I'm on Twitter at Dan Samillion, but it looks like Dan Samiljan. <laughs> That's a, yeah, phonetically Sam Iljan. Yeah. Sam Iljan sounds like a Star Wars Sam alien. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> I think I, I, that my, my, my Seinfeld name. That's amazing. My Star Wars name. <laughs> I like I did it once. I think it was like Sam De Yanda or something like that. Oh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. It sounds like you would be in the nineties, like in Phantom Menace. Yeah. Though. My <laughs> Seinf- my Seinfeld name was Dan Seinfeld. <laughs> Brett Bennis. <laughs> and Laurel. Costanza. And Laurel Kramer. Oh, Kramer. Laurel Kramer. Yeah. Cos- Cosmo Randolph. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, I, li- I like that. I like their jazz face. <laughs> and that does it for this week's episode of Must Have Seen TV. Thanks again to my guests Laurel Randolph and Dan Similian for dropping by, or actually letting me drop by their place and talk about Seinfeld. Uh, next week, I'll be discussing the Family Ties episode, Say Uncle. Say Uncle is Season 2, Episode 14 of Family Ties, which you can stream on Amazon Prime, or you can purchase it in iTunes. Until then, you can follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at at MustHaveSeenTV. If you like what you've heard, please, 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 I am begging you to review Must Have Seen TV in iTunes and leave it some good loving. And if you do, I will figure out some way to include your name or review on the podcast. Ooh. What will I do? Who knows? I don't even know. I got some ideas, though. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at @brabwhite. You can read my words at decider.com. You can check out my sitcom t-shirts and stickers at tpublic.com slash user slash White. The theme song of the show is Patricia's Moving Picture by The Go Team. Thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Thanks to you for listening And I'll see you next week on Must Have Seen TV. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.